You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, Monday morning, uh, when you listen to this, it could be Monday afternoon, it could be Monday night. Quite frankly, the way I see how some of these downloads go, it could be next month. Uh, but regardless, thanks for listening. Alan Jerry with you for the podcast. Now that the show is over, what's up, man? You going to get all dressed up? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, I will not be getting dressed up. I don't have children, so I, I will not be dressing up for Halloween. Although I do guess uh, that I have to uh, have candy at on hand in case I get trick-or-treaters. See, I would get the sense you're the type of person that's going to put an empty bucket out that's going to have a sign that says, take one, please. Right, and do that bit where, like, everyone, it looks like somebody stole all the yeah. candy. Which is a great way to get out of yeah. going out and buying candy you know, where, children. Where I live, I don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. There were I, I went about eight years without one trick-or-treater. And then really? last year, for some reason, I got a bunch of trick-or-treaters. Wow, that's weird. Yes. So um, I'll stop by the supermarket or the drugstore on the way home. I'm going to get uh, Kit Kats because I love Kit Kats. What would you do for a Kit Kat bar? And then, that, Klondike, but. then that way, if I don't get trick-or-treaters or a lot of them, I will, I will have Kit Kat bars because I like to have one Kit Kat uh, slither, one, one piece of the Kit Kat bar. You're kidding me. Uh, after dinner every night. I like to have one, one piece. One slither of the How Kit Kat bar. How do you have bar. one piece? Because that's the best piece is the first bite. So I'll take that. Then it feels like I'm not eating uh, poorly. Well, you're not if it's one little piece. Right. So I will do that. And I will have Kit Kat bars ready to go for the trick-or-treaters. Now, last night, Jerry, was also mischief night, which yes. I don't know. I didn't know if that was still a thing that I don't think it kids is. do. I really don't think it is. I mean, my neighborhood, I... Listen, I got up and left for work at 3 a.m. or 3.15 or something, driving mm-hmm. through my neighborhood to get to the highway. I did not see one bit of mischief at all. No toilet paper, no eggs, no nothing. How about you? Well, my girlfriend's car had toilet paper on it this morning. Uh, okay. I guess it's still a thing. Mine did not because they clearly thought man's car. And no, I was going to say probably you know neighborhood pain in the ass. I think the honest uh, reason for that is that I think they... They used my car to block her car. In other words, they oh, went, you were down there. Oh, yeah, you know what? I was thinking they went mind. behind right. my car to toilet paper her car. So they used my car as a as a thing to hide it, <laughs> and then t- TP'd her car. Well, that's which, not which is nice. harmless fun. That's harmless. It is harmless. It's mischief. not that big a deal. It's fine. When I was a child, though, Jerry, it was under nine because it was when I was living in Island, New Jersey. Right. So I know it was below nine years old. Yes. Uh, someone um, put packets of sugar in my mother's gas tank on oh, mischief that's night. brutal. That's not nice. That is not nice. Toilet paper? Fine. Does that ruin the, the gas tank in the I car? I guess it could have. It, it it didn't. They they fixed it before. I guess they they saw the kids doing it. Right. 
uh, had they not seen the kids doing it and they started the car and had the gas go through the system, oh, it I could see. have been a problem. So it was just sitting in the cylinder. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it was, but I remember the the police officers getting involved in that mischief night, Jerry. Were you a Were you a big Halloween kid? Like, uh, I did. I liked going out on Halloween. I liked getting what age my candy. Did that slow down. Um, Your I guess 30s? In, in high school. No, I don't think I don't think I did it in high school. So or maybe you were the, the first type year. of high school junior that would put whatever, just a dumb mask on your face and walk around with a pillowcase just to go load up on candy. No, I, I, I bet I was a freshman doing it. Probably, yeah. Because what's a freshman? And 14? changing out, yeah. Like what you would do is, what we would do is we'd find a couple of houses that gave out good stuff and we'd just swap out costumes. I like that. You just keep going back. Going back to the same one. But like you had to have a full-on mask on so they didn't know it was you returning again. Got it. Like I, I put a monster mask on, then a wrestling mask on. Right. And then they have no idea it's you. Right. And then you're kind of good to go. Yeah, because like if they were giving out big like packs of bubblicious gum, like the full packs, or Hubba Bubba, one of those, I might be on I might be on that house a couple of times. You know, it's funny, we did the uh, I think it was a month ago, we did the state's fame f- favorite candies, right? Yes, and of course, they the run podcast. that today like it's anything new because it's Halloween. We covered that, Jerry. Of course we covered that. We're always ahead of the curve, at least I think. Possibly. And you thought you didn't like the New Jersey one with something like Sour Patch Kids. It makes sense to me. Yeah, kids I, love Sour Patch Kids. I know they do. I just, if you ask me what the most popular candy is, my first thought would be, all right, if I'm in a candy shop or whatever, a drugstore that's got all sorts of candy, what's going to sell the most? That, to me, would tell me what's the most popular. To me, I don't see how Sour Patch Kids is on the list. Right. I see Snickers up there. People love a Snickers. Yes, absolutely. A Milky Snickers, Way. Twix, Milky Way, Hershey Bar, Hershey with almonds, Nestle Crunch. I, to me, you got to get through all them before you get to the Sour Patch I Kids. I agree. I always like the idea of the three, like the three Musketeers is the basic bar. Yes. Then Milky Way simply adds a layer of caramel on top of it. That's right. Then the Snickers the has nougat. the nougat. The caramel and the peanuts on top. The what? Peanuts. Oh, I'm sorry. Not penis. Peanuts on top. Yes. Those are the differences, Jerry. I got it. Uh, but no mischief night for you. No mischief night for me. No. Just Halloween trick or treating. Awesome early night. How about this for a good deed? A deed done good, Jerry. I like good deeds, even if they're done dirt cheap. I'll take you to Herwood Park, Alberta, which That's I think is Canada. Canada. Yeah. A woman parked her SUV at a restaurant overnight, and she went to go get it the next day. Now, I've done this before, and there is some fear that perhaps your car was towed. Right. Right, or at the very least, perhaps there's a ticket as you overnight parked in somebody's private property at a restaurant, a parking lot. Well, this woman in Alberta got back to her car, and she had a note on her door on her on her car door from the uh, the restaurant Original Joe's. That's where she parked, and it basically said uh, the note said that uh, dear Original Joe's Sherwood Park guest, just wanted to thank you for leaving your car parked overnight. I'm sure if you had consumed alcohol at our restaurant or not, or I'm not sure if you've consumed alcohol at our restaurant or not, but we wanted to thank you for not drinking and driving. And closes a voucher good for one pound of our delicious wings. Nice. How good is that? Please accept this as a thank you for being responsible. Life is valuable. Have a great weekend. I think that is great PR. Yes. Very smart. Very and it well went, done. Jerry, it went viral. 
really? the internet. Why would that go viral? Because it was like that. a nice thing. Yeah, but usually, I'm reading it, and it's from Canada. It had to have gone viral if it made it's it to viral. me, Jerry. I mean, listen, I can find a lot of stupid stories that happen. They haven't gone viral. Oh, I see. But have you ever done that? Have you ever left your car at a bar? And I have. Back the next day to get it? Mm-hmm. Many times? or Not many times. A handful of times where the game plan wasn't to go out and drink. Right. And then when I was out there, had a drink and had another, and I was having a good time, and I was like, all right, I will Uber home. Yes. And then tomorrow morning, somebody get me a lift back over there. That, that has is, happened. That is because that has made it so easy. Yes. The Uber is a tremendous thing. Just having it on your phone to where, you know what, I need to go home, leave the car. All right, the guy will be here in two minutes. I even use it for places like I'm. I get incredibly frustrated when I have to park where there's no parking. Yeah. Like uh, Asbury Park's a great example. Is that true? Yeah, like Asbury Park sometimes. If there's a concert going on at the Stone Pony, like I went to this weekend, there's nowhere to park. Right. And it will make me insane, and I won't have a good time at the show. You're saying the Stone Pony doesn't have a valet service? They do not. Really? Valet service at the Stone Pony? They barely have urinals there. I know that, but I would think a bar has some sort of service no, they where have, like, you're the, paying for it. The public parking in the uh, the uh, beach area. You know, I've never gone to the Stone Pony. Oh, you got to go, Jerry. Oh, well, no one ever invites me. Oh, so. I went Friday night to see a, a country band called Old Dominion. They saw it was sold out. It was very hard to move in there. I saw that picture you tweeted. I never heard of Old. Dominion. Yeah, they're terrific. Well, they're on country radio, but they're very well, good. You've Lots of hits. Quite the country music. Yeah, they're band. very good. And I recommend them. And your girlfriend likes it. She'll tolerate it. She'll not really then. She well, she likes to go out and do stuff. Right. You know, she's not picky as long as she's going out and doing stuff. So she's not a hey, let's get a movie and uh, order in and. No, she likes that as well. But I'm saying but not like, every weekend. She's up for a good time regardless of what the concert's going to be. Like for me, I'd be like, do I know any of these songs? What's how crowded is it going to be? Like I, I hate everything. So she's pleasing you basically. So she's uh, yeah, she's like okay, yes, I will go to this. This seems like a fun time. Seems like you've done okay. So she enjoyed, and that was even on her birthday, Jerry. I took Hold her to a, a concert. Second. Wait a minute. Hold she on. She didn't even know the artist. You, that's what you did for her birthday? You yeah, took her to a concert to see a show she had no idea what she was seeing? That's right. Well, the band doesn't play often, Jerry. What are the likelihood they'll be back to the Stone Pony? Not likely. Who cares? It's Old Dominion. Yeah, they Whatever were Whatever that is. It wasn't Kenny Chesney. It was not. Did I get that name right? Good job. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Well, okay, I took her out for her birthday to a dinner, and then we went to a concert. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Let me guess. It was a restaurant of your choice. No, no. It was a restaurant, a restaurant of her choice. And may I say bougie, one of these places where we ordered a scallop appetizer. Okay. And the three tiny scallop came out on a giant plate. Did that cost $17? <laughs> yeah. The good news is, this is this is the key to restaurants, Jerry, if I may. Go to one of those BYO places. Then there's no alcohol in your bill. Yes, keeps that bill way down. Keeps it way down. It does. I mean, that is, although, as I told you earlier, we did the uh, hibachi place Saturday. You went hibachi. There wasn't a lot of alcohol on the bill, and the bill was still sky high. Yeah, because, well, you're paying for the show. Yes, which was fun, and I will absolutely 100% do it again. Can't wait to do it again, but a little expensive. Kids love hibachi. Yes, they did. They were those. they flinging shrimp in your face and the yes. tails and onto your head. By the way, even just watching them clean the grill was fun. Right. So it was kind of neat. Actually. Did they do the trick where they um, where they stack the onions uh, and make it like yes. a, a pyramid yes. of fire, Jerry? They did. 
100% they did do that. Did. Yes. Did they do the thing where they make the rice in the shape of a heart? And I then didn't they see that. I don't know. And then they what they do, Jerry, is they'll slide the spatula under it and move it up so it looks like the heart's beating. No. That's they did a good not do one. that. So well, they maybe sucked, next time. I guess. They did flip the food in our mouths, though. The, your entire meal or just the... Uh... For me, my entire meal. <laughs> 17 shrimp. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, just like the vegetables. And quite frankly, because I have a lot of practice on the show... One throw, one catch. Boring. Move on to the next sucker. You were crushing it at the uh, Hibachi place. It was ridiculous. Here we go. Oh, okay. Now, who, who pays for that? Do you foot the bill for that or does that well, get split? Well, so what it was was it was a dinner for I always um, my wife's parents. Okay, dinner for, for 50th anniversary. Oh, 50th anniversary for the in-laws. So it was You're us. there and your children. Correct. They're then, there. Yeah, they're there. My wife's sister and her family were okay, there. Okay, interesting. And then um, my mother-in-law's sisters were there with their husbands. Okay, here's how I think it should have gone down. Everyone pay, Everyone splits the bill except for the 50th anniversary, folks. Correct. That's exactly how it was. You guys threw like four sets of credit cards? No. Uh, two people paid mm-hmm. with the credit cards, and I gave my cash to one and but here's the good thing. Now that the great thing about Hibachi is they will hand out individual yeah. checks because they're used to a table sitting. It's very odd, isn't it? The yeah, way they do it? that's actually a great. That's actually a great way to do it. If you're going to dinner and you're not sure how you're supposed to split the bill, oh, with couples, go Hibachi because they do it for you. Interesting, perfect. That's finally I figured out because sometimes I get into these awkward have to go to dinners. And they'll go, where should we go to dinner? I want you to, I want to go with my friends. Da, da, da. I'm like, mm, what's that payment going to be like at the end? So, I'm going to suggest Hibachi next time because they, they divvy up the payment for you. So basically, and we've a couple of times have tried to get together for you dinner. You and I? Yes, with the with the wives and the girlfriends, right? We've tried a couple of times. We it did. hasn't worked out. So essentially, I now know we're going to a Hibachi, Hibachi restaurant when we do finally <laughs> get that done. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? Well, we could go anywhere because the morning of, I would ha- in this podcast, I'd say, "Hey, when we go to dinner tonight, let's let's two credit cards in, splitting it even." I won't do that. <laughs> two credit cards, <laughs> one credit card, the other pays cash. I don't want two credit card bills. That's funny, but we will have it nailed down. All right, it won't be uh, awkward. Or do you ever do the thing like with a couple where it's like, well, you'll pay this time, they'll pay next time? I have, yes. I have. And we have done that. Because uh, the specific couple we do it with, um, that we've done that with, we're very, we're close with. So it's not awkward. We've been out to dinner with them a million times and we do go every other one sometimes. If I do that, I like to go, I like the other person to pay first in case we never get back together. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Because otherwise I'll be thinking about that the whole time. Like I paid for the first dinner. I'll be like, hmm. When are we going to go out with that couple again? I'm going to, I'm going to even Steven up my meals. You know, we, we went on a golf trip once, and we went with four other guys. And we went out to dinner, and there were eight of us. And I wasn't feeling well, so I didn't drink anything. I had basically water. I got one Coke. I got a burger and fries. And it, my dinner might have been $12. Right. And with the amount of beer all the guys drank, and my father included, the bill came. They're like, all right, let's divide it by eight. <laughs> all right, it's $47 each. Yep. I was like... For what? Huh? <laughs> My dinner was eight dollars plus tip. I'll give you fifteen. Right, forty-seven dollars. I was furious the entire time. Yes, I've done Ugh. that situation where uh, I know that's how the bill is going to be divided up, 
So and I drink. don't even I don't even want a drink. But I'm like I'm ordering a drink. I don't want a steak, but I'm ordering a yes. steak. Uh, when they come to you first, uh, I'm not ready. Let's see right. what they get first. Let me see what's going around. If these guys are ordering the, uh, I've done that with friends, and they'll order the surf and turf. Oh. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to order just the salmon then because no, I'm going to get screwed. You cannot, Jerry. The uh, folks over at Pornhub haven't uh, put out a lot of. Um, well, like articles lately, we we Man, used to. What are they doing? We used to include them a lot in the post game podcast, but we have one today. I mean, like you like studies, right? Uh, stu- well, some of them are studies. Some of them are just gathering information. Got it. Okay. Like uh, this article I have today from Bornhub. Look, Jerry, there's a charts and graphs. Ooh, look at that statistical charts data. and graphs. Um, well. Pornhub says that there is a shocking surge in search results for what they're calling pizza porn. Is this the pizza delivery person? Well, that is the classic. That's a classic uh, porn uh, scenario from many years ago, probably since the dawn of porn. When was the dawn of well, porn? Well, there's probably porn on, on cavemen walls. No, you think so? But there were not pizza delivery men yet. So... When I'm, I bet you porn came first, then pizza delivery for probably sure. Probably so, yeah, probably. So when the two converged, that became a popular thing. Like uh, the woman would uh, call for a pizza, the gentleman would come over to deliver the pizza. She'd invite him in. She's wearing a negligee, and things go down. Right. So or pe- someone goes down. Right. Right. So uh, for some reason now it's at an all time high. Number one, people searching for pizza delivery. That's number one, Hmm. which seems obvious. That's a classic one, as we were saying. Uh, The second uh, thing people are searching for. Can I give a guess? uh, Yeah. This is based on our conversation. (laughs) This is all pizza related. Oh, porn searches. I, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was a different porn search. No, this on... is just pizza-related porn searches. What are people typing into search? Number one, pizza delivery. Okay. They type that into the Pornhub. Right. Number two. Sausage pizza. <laughs> close, Jerry. Big sausage pizza <laughs> is number two. Hey, come on. Big sausage pizza. Number three is pizza boy. Uh, here's number four, Jerry. Pizza delivery girl. Okay. Interesting, Didn't right? I think that would be popular, but all right. Uh, okay. Now, if I'm, I'm just perusing now in no particular order, interesting searches. Uh, naked pizza delivery right. is also searched. Uh, sex with pizza guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, hmm. some of these I don't even want to say on this, on a podcast, Jerry. Really? Uh, uh, <laughs> pizza that ass. Is one also okay. being searched for pizza that ass? So it's a very popular. Now there, there was a. Um, How do you search it? Uh, I would never in my life search pizza with pornography. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see the two going hand in hand. Well, the pizza could go. In Evidently, one hand though, and the big, sausage in the other. Big sausage pizza is a very popular search. Oh god. Hmm. So that's what I have from Pornhub and. They have the different uh, uh, pizza search popularity and what dates it hit all-time highs and that sort of thing. So last night, the Cubs win. Mm-hmm. So that means porn use is probably down in Chicago but up in Cleveland? Correct. Exactly, Jerry. You're starting to learn from the Pornhub things. Uh, as far as people who searched for pizza porn, it was men between the ages of 18 to 24. Now, how do they know that? People register. Uh, that, or that's or they a great just question. Rip off your IP address. I think they just steal your all your computer knowledge. Interesting. Eighteen to twenty four. Okay. Hmm. 
So wait, hold on. Yes, Jerry. 18 to 24. 18 to 24-year-olds, rather than searching Big Rack or Mm -hmm. whatever they like in a girl, are searching pizza delivery guys? Here's why I'm thinking. I've just come up with a theory while we're sitting here talking and trying to work this out as if we were also scientists. Right. Like Pornhub scientists. Right. So 18 to 24-year-olds, those are college kids. College kids love to eat pizza. College kids order a lot of pizza. College kids then have the fantasy of the pizza delivery person. They get in Pornhub, big sausage pizza. You know when guys are ordering pizza and they go, what should we order? What type of toppings? As soon as one of them says sausage, everyone makes sausage jokes. We do it here and we're... Of course we do and we're actually... We're in our 40s. It's actually embarrassing. And older. How many... What percent of women do you think look at porn on a regular basis? Pizza porn or in general? No, no, just in in general. I've heard it is much higher than we think. Well, what does that mean? Is it 10% to 90% men? Is it 40, 60, 50, 50? Do they look at it more than men? What would you say? I don't think they look at it more than men, but I think it's not far off, supposedly. So you think it could be a 40, 60 type of deal, 45, 55? Like out of out of every 100 people that are looking? Yeah. Uh, like I'm fascinated maybe 60, by that. 40? Right, more men. Yeah, I would think so. But the women you think are right there. I've heard that the numbers are higher than you think. Higher than we would think about that. Very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. How about how about that? How about that, Joe? I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I always wonder because that's the type of thing you hear. You hear the word pornography, and you automatically think guys. Right. Because I think women don't discuss it as much as guys are happy to tell you all about it, and they're happy to be in these surveys. Women, it's more hush hush. Do they get paid for these surveys? I don't think so. Right, because they steal our data. <laughs> They're just stealing your... Could you imagine what's going on with your computer when you go to a porn site? Oh, man. Because they're all free sites. They've got to be... Right. They're not running... Like, Pornhub's not paying these scientists out of uh, their own pockets. <laughs> they're somehow getting money. Right. I guess. I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't... You think about how simple everything was 20 years ago. You went and found a VHS tape or something. Right. And that was it. No one's stealing anything from you. There was a concern back then, though, you know, because sometimes VHS tapes would get um, eaten in your sure. oh, VCR that yeah. you were paranoid that, please don't get eaten in my VCR. Oh, and then not be able to get the tape <laughs> Ejected. out. <laughs> yeah. That would be, because back then VCRs were like $400. Yeah, I remember. So you could just run and go get another VCR for yourself. Could you imagine if you were the person that created or invented the VCR tape? You'd be like, no Genius. one's coming up with anything better than this. Yeah. Right? You is, can, we're set for life. You can tape programs. <laughs> when VHS was first out, if you wanted to buy a movie, yeah, to buy uh, a VHS tape, because I looked at I loved the movie JFK when it okay. came out. You did? Kevin Costner, Oliver no, Stone film. I've told you, my wife fell asleep in that movie. It's the only time she's ever fallen asleep in the theater. Really? I could understand. She was miserable. Yeah. I was into... I love a conspiracy theory, so I was... And much like you, it was her birthday, and that's what I took her to see. You're <laughs> welcome, I wanted right? to see yeah. it. That's what happens. <laughs> Three hours JFK <laughs> documentary movie with Kevin Costner. So when that first came out on VHS, I wanted to buy it. It was over $90. For the one for the movie? VHS. That's what the VHS movie was. I don't remember them being that much money. That's Very pricey. Though. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that was the media at the time. Right. There were no DVDs yet. I remember, were you one of the suckers that bought, like, Blu-ray or remember the big discs? Oh, the laser discs. La- right, not Blu-ray. Laser discs. Laser discs. Did you go out and... Like, I did not. 
I knew someone that went out and like couldn't wait to buy it, and then he got it, and he's like, "You got to come over. It's awesome. It was good." Right. And then like the movie would be halfway over, he's like, hold on, I got to flip the disc. Yeah. So, like, you got to do what? Yeah, I got to flip the disc over. What is that? But they would always always tell you, look at the, it's crisper, the audio quality is better. You know what though? Like how much better can it get? Now it can't. Uh, you you never think it's going to get better, but it always does. no. But I guess to the point that it's going to make me go out and spend a thousand dollars to where I already have a flat screen HD. Do I really need to spend a thousand dollars to see it just a little bit? Like it was one thing when you went from black and white to color, right? That was a big step up, right? Standard definition. To HD, specifically for sports, big deal. Yes. Especially we watch hockey. If, you, if you're if you into hockey, it's a huge deal on TV. But now, yes, the picture's better. I'm not saying it's not. Eh. It also was a big leap, I think, from the giant TV sets uh, that were had yes. all those huge backs and weighed 200 pounds. Caused many back injuries. Yeah, to the flat screen. Agreed. That was but, a big deal. But right. you're and right. From here on out, I don't them. know. That was kind of cool. Everybody's got to have one to create space. Got to have it. But everything else, nah, I'm kind of good. Yeah. I don't see it anymore. I'm with you. Like I, My my flat TV is pretty old now, and I should get a new one because they do look better. Yes. But I'm like, this is why. Like, If this breaks, I'll be glad to go out and get another Correct. one. But I feel wasteful. I agree. Going to get if I Even if I had like a uh, someone who was going to college and needed a new TV or someone... And then I goes, oh, I'll give them this yes, TV. Yes, give It'll, you a reason to go buy one. Right. Then I'll agree. But, yeah. I got to go. Tomorrow, oh, okay, Jerry. I want you to remember, the two of us, if we can remember, I want to go over streaming. Streaming? Yes. Jerry, I'm going to write Interesting, that down. Okay. Interesting experience nice over the weekend tease. streaming games that I would like streaming. to discuss tomorrow. That having been said, right now note. is the warm-up that Al and I did. It was approximately 90 seconds long because <laughs> uh, we had a lot of commercials. A lot of commercials. Uh, that was interesting. But it was fun. That's coming up next, so don't go anywhere. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry. In, in the podcast, though, no commercials. Correct. Commercials live. Well, but they've already just listened to We've the edited podcast. them out. Oh, I see. But there will be no commercials in the next part, right? Yeah, see in the next saying. part. And see what I'm right, I got to go. You follow. Oh, see it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 o'clock. Alan Jerry with you for like 10 seconds. And so yesterday in the NFL, Al, a very interesting day. Let's start with the Jets because they did win the game. And I, it's funny, I did not see the first half. I had a couple of other things I was doing. So I watched the second half. But the one thing I had noticed during the game was one of your tweets something along the lines of watching the Jets for work is like punishment? Yeah, it was before the game started. I felt oh, like it was you before, know. I thought that yeah. was during the first half. No, I knew it was. I knew it was coming, and that we work here at WFAN, so you got to watch the Jets, got to watch the Giants, amongst Absolutely. all the other games. And I felt in some ways that morning like I was being punished for something that hey, I was going to have to watch this. You were right because I had since seen the first half. After that, went back and watched it on DVR, and wow, was it awful! But to their credit, they played very well in the second half, and the name of the stuff is funny again. Joe Namath back on his Twitter. <laughs> this time he was going after Ryan Fitzpatrick saying, let's see Bryce Petty in the second half. Great. I mean, and, come on. Yeah, he was great. And then uh, they were asking Brandon Marshall about that post game. Yeah, he did, and he was he did the right thing and said the right thing. He wasn't going to go after Joe Namath, but come on, Joe. Right. I love that Joe Namath is just on Twitter during these games now. He's like a regular fan. But, you know, people did want to see Bryce Petty 
in the second half. Oh, I'm sure. And we all got excited when, and I don't know how, when Ryan Fitzpatrick took that hit to the head yeah, where his helmet came off sure. and he slid face first on the turf. Yep. How did he not have one red mark on his face? I, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, was, slid, I thought you were going to say, how did he not get up woozy? But no. I see where you're going. I, was I don't know. Like, he should have had a like what a rug burn would look like on his face. I suppose. I, I don't know. I did find it funny, though. He went and sat down. I'm good. All right, back in. Right, Bryce Petty came in for literally 10 seconds. And because of the delay, they had the reversal of the play and everything, which was kind he of He didn't even get a snap. I'm glad you said, though, uh, Joe Namath on Twitter. It makes you think, like, you know, what is he, in his 70s and is on Twitter? I don't know if you saw this during the baseball game last night. This is a quick aside about Twitter, though. Joe Torre posting a picture with him and Lady Gaga. Joe Torre did. <laughs> During the game, that's what he's doing. All the games, he watches it with Lady Gaga. I guess I don't know if it was at Wrigley. I don't know exactly what the backstory was. I just saw the tweet, and he's taking photos with Lady Gaga. And I'm thinking, if you would have said to Joe Torre, "Hey, during the run as Yankees manager in 2000, you're going to be taking pictures and posting it on social media with some pop star that the teenagers like," do you think he? Like, does the tweet himself and knows how to attach the photo? No chance. I would say no chance, but then you're telling me he's got a Twitter person? Yeah, yes, he's hired a Twitter, a social media expert for Joe Torre's tweets. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Anyway, there was a lot going on with the officiating yesterday uh, across the NFL. The Cowboy game last night, I mean, there were a thousand penalties called. They were The Raiders got called for 23 of them. An NFL record, Jerry. NFL record. The, and you had the Redskins uh, playing the Bengals to a 27-all tie. A lot of penalties in that game. And you had Josh Norman, who went to the podium after the game, and he said this very quickly. Who's 88? I got to know. I just got to know. Who's official 88? He sucked. <laughs> So he spoke about four straight minutes uninterrupted about how bad that specific official. His name is Brad uh, Freeman, by the way, and he went after him. So you know a fine's coming. Now I heard all these crazy. all these talking heads, Jerry, in the uh, post game shows and the NBC pregame show last night, saying they did not expect the fine for Josh Norman. Really? Yeah, which I do do not understand. The only reason why I would expect a fine for him is that comment right there at the end. He sucked. He sucked. It's one thing to criticize him, he disagreed with it, and a lot of what he said I liked because he was giving examples. He was talking about, I got flagged six times. I've never been flagged six times in any game in my life, and four of them, hands to the face, hands to the face, hands to the face. Then he explained why it was happening. He said he went and told the guy that A.J. Green, when the ball is snapped, is taking my hand and shoving it up to my helmet, and he's still calling the penalty on me when Green is the one initiating the contact. So you had that. That was interesting. Then you had Carson Palmer had uh, trouble in the Cardinals-Panthers game, and here was Carson Palmer uh, afterwards talking about the officials. All I said was, are you freaking kidding me? That's three three flags in a row, and then he took his hat off and threw another one. <laughs> you got no flag. Here you go. You're being penalized again. And then when you get penalized, even Jerry, when you're trying to be nice to the referees, yes. like Earl Thomas of the Seahawks did. Exactly right. He was very excited about his interception, so he hugged the referee. That well, got a flag. Explain that, Jerry. Well, that's uh, contact with an official. Oh, you can't you, do that. Uh, you cannot do that. Mm. And then you had Cam Newton, who's, who's ticked off because of the way the officials are in dealing with him. It's taking the fun out from me because at times in games, I do not feel protected by the officials. So the officials and the NFL has got a lot to, uh, I don't want to say explain, but at least get to today. Also, Alex Smith's wife. Yeah took to Twitter also, and she was upset that Alex Smith doesn't get the calls when people hit him 
and other other quarterbacks get tapped and get a penalty. Uh, that's probably true. I mean, you've seen Tom Brady where a, ha- a hand just hits his helmet as they're passing by and you'll get the flag. I mean, the late hits are so – they're not supposed to be subjective, but in a lot of cases they are. Is the, the, the guy take two steps, a step and a half? Is it three steps? You know, I what don't about, know. It's tough. What about this as a way to protest – Throw a sex toy on the field well, like they did, did in Buffalo. Yeah, boy! Yeah. I wonder if the guy, like, well, on his way out the door, he grabbed his OJ throwback jersey, his uh, Rex Ryan brother wig, his big fence, like the picket fence and the big D. Yes. And then saw the sex toy on the shelf and said, well, I'll bring that and lob it into the end zone at some point. When things don't go my way. I actually thought the whole thing was a joke. When I saw it on Deadspin, right. I thought someone photoshopped that oh, into superimposed a picture. It but in. that is not the case because it is everywhere. It is. And video as well. So that indeed is the case, and that's unfortunate. Craig tells me they caught the guy. Now, I don't know what the crime is, but I guess you can't throw anything on the field. Sure. I, I would imagine you get some sort of a fine, right? You have to. By the way, how does that look on your record? That you were fined for throwing a sexual object onto a football field <laughs> I mean, in Buffalo? Really, we've lowered ourselves to beyond mm. absurd. We'll take a quick break, uh, and then when we come back, we'll have Boomer and Carton. Plus, we've also got uh, just a quick aside on the World Series, which does continue tomorrow night in Cleveland. Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in literally two minutes. Just quickly, Jets did beat the Browns 31-28. If you're just waking up, uh, the Cowboys did win the Sunday night game over the Eagles 29-23 in overtime. Cubs beat the Indians 3-2, so the World Series does continue. Any interest in that over the weekend? Did you, or not so much? Well, not as much, but I will be paying attention now. Because, During the week, I'm in. Oh, okay. So it was more that the weekend you had yeah. things going on. Last night was interesting. They used Chapman for the final eight outs. Yeah, and everyone acted like he was like some sort of miracle that the guy could get eight outs. Yes, well, he isn't throwing that much. But he had, there was one play where a ground ball gets hit to Rizzo, and he completely forgets to go cover first base. And you could see the look on his face like, was that me? Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Don't do anything with it. But they got a big home run. They were down early in this game, but they did uh, come back and win. 3-2 uh, is the final. They'll play tomorrow night. Uh, also, quickly, I know this has nothing to do with the Jets or anything, but did you see Russell Westbrook over the weekend with his triple doubles? He had 50 points the other night. And then last night, 33 points, 12 rebounds, 16 assists. The Thunder beat the Lakers. Any interest in the NBA at all? Or yeah, not yet? I'm interested in this story since it's Halloween. Uh, Meta World Peace said he was inappropriately touched by a ghost at a hotel in Oklahoma City, which I believe well, some players will, will not stay there. Two of the we've two done of the this players. story before. Yeah, no, this is this just happened this weekend. No, them. but isn't there isn't there a history with this hotel yes. and NBA teams that don't want to go there because but, of these things that supposedly yeah, happen? The Skirvin Hotel, the Skirvin Hotel. But he said this one touched him inappropriately, which means his area. Are you into those types of stuff? I know Eddie is. Are I would in- not go to that hotel. So if you'd it was, be out. I would be like, there were two players that stayed at another hotel that did not stay with the team. I would be those guys. Really? Yeah, why risk it? Why would I want to be in a place with a ghost? So you could talk yourself into the ghost, basically. I would, 100%. Boomer and Carton next.